Thursday, October 29th, 2020, and welcome to the fourth episode of How I Did It. Um, today's guest is Coach Porter. Coach Porter is the head coach uh, for Francis Marion University uh, in Florence, South Carolina. Uh, so, Coach, welcome to the show. All right. Good so, <laughs> so now let me tell you a little bit about Coach Porter before, you know, we get started. Uh, so Coach Porter is a graduate from Liberty University. Uh, she made first team all Big South Conference, and she's also on Liberty University's uh, Lady Flames Hall of Fame. Uh, not only that, Coach Porter, she is married to Michael Porter and has two kids, EJ and Jada. And now, Coach Porter, we can go ahead and get started with, you know, with the show. Absolutely. So first things first, Coach Porter, I want to ask you something that was interesting just reading your bio. Um, you know, just like history and stuff. Um, you got a degree in psychology. And I just wanted to ask you, how did your degree in psychology help you, you know, with the psychology of basketball and just coaching? You know what? Um, it's really proved to be invaluable um, because so much of coaching is connecting, um, it's relationships, um, it's getting to know people beyond the court so that you know how to motivate. Um, you know, I'm, I learned a long time ago as a young head coach that you can't, everybody's not gonna be motivated the same way. Um, and so you've gotta know um, what motivates kids individually. And the best way to do that is, is through relationship. Um, so yeah, I, I found the psychology degree and the counseling background that I have um, to be really quite valuable just in terms of um, being able to connect with young women and. And, and then being able to have a little bit more of a relationship even beyond what we do on the court um, and let that carry over into just relationships and personal life and beyond basketball. Yeah. All right. It's interesting. So how are you doing through this pandemic? Like as far as coaching your players, are you guys going to be playing soon? Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah, man, I tell you what, it's, it's been challenging. Um, you know, right off the bat, the pandemic itself, say for me, hasn't been that as difficult as it probably has been for people who are a little more outgoing, people who aren't quite as much of a homebody as I am. So personal level from like, you know, April until September, I was chill. I was good. I, you know, I was sitting at home watching a little Netflix, you know, yeah. um, on a computer, doing Zoom meetings. Um, but now that we've gotten back into school, it's become a lot more challenging because I feel responsible for making sure that I keep my my women informed and those young ladies are working extremely hard and right now we don't have a lot of clear direction about what comes next for instance we literally just found out today um, this evening that we are um, only going to play a 16 game conference schedule wow. um, season is not going to start until January um, like I literally found that out on my way home in an email from my AD and I haven't even told my team yet. So yeah. those are things from a coaching standpoint that have been a little bit difficult because I want to be able to give them more information and I want to be able to make sure they feel like they're working towards something. Right. But the information for us has kind of trickled in and hasn't come in real fast. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of made it difficult to, to continue to work, you know, purposefully like you really want to. Mm -hmm. Um, now that we've got all the information, at least up to the point of knowing when our season's going to start, we can start to work that, even though it's not necessarily what we would have wanted, we 
start to kind of work with that information and start putting a little purpose behind what we're doing right now. Got you, got you. Okay. Wow, January, that's... that's, that's <laughs> yeah. I've I, 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 I settled down a little bit since I got the word. I was not real pleased when I heard. Um, and and I, it, you know what? It's a hard um, decision. It's a hard call. I feel for the administrators and the people that are having to make the decisions. Um, but at the end of the day, you want to keep people safe. I understand that. And, and if that's the main goal, then, you know, we, we can't be too disappointed, too upset if it's really about staying safe. Right, right. Yeah, I totally understand. All right, my next question for you. Uh, today, earlier, I was playing basketball um, at a rec gym, um, and I did have my mask on, and one of the staff members came in and was like, hey, you need to wear your mask while you're working out. Um right. Do your players, like, you guys have to wear your masks in practices? Like, what's the, you know, I guess the rules of that? Yeah, our rule has been um, that anytime we don't, we don't require them to keep the mask on while they are, like, performing athletic activity. So, in other words, like, we're not going to ask you to put a mask on while you're running up and down the court, um, you know. But our rule is when, we're, when you're stationary, um, whether you are stretching, whether we are in our circle before practice starts. Yeah. Um, and if you're off the court in a drill and you're not participating at that point, then the mask has to be up. And so it's, you know, it's hard. Like I'm, I'm not even as active, you know, in terms of my role in practice mm. as they are, but I still find myself, you know, needing to pull it down to catch a little bit of air and then pull it back right. up. So right. I can imagine how difficult it, it would be if you were actually in the middle of a game, you know, having to wear a mask. So we've tried to find a balance with that where, you know, we try to be realistic about the fact that, you know, it's going to be kind of hard to keep it on when you're actually moving and active. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, there are times in practice when you're not. And that's when we want you to be mindful that it probably is something that you need to, you need to make sure you keep on. Right. Okay. I just want to send a reminder for people who are listening. Um, we're here with Coach Porter, and this is how I did it. So going to the next question, um, Coach, uh, with this pandemic and the virus going on this year, of course, uh, you know, it really does question whether somebody wants to play basketball, you know, how bad you really want it. Has it been challenging for you as a coach? Um, or, have you know, what are your thoughts are just about, you know, if – to really see if somebody really wants to pursue the dream, whether that's playing in college, professionally, or whatever, how this year can really, you know, question that or challenge someone. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. Um, I have, um, as you mentioned in, in my bio, I have a, I have a son, uh, my oldest, who is 20. He's a junior um, and a ball player. He's up at uh, Messiah University in Pennsylvania yeah. playing basketball now. And so – it's kind of giving me the rare advantage of being able to kind of see this whole thing through his eyes as a college athlete, but as a mom, and also to see through the eyes of my players. Um, you know, full disclosure, I've had uh, an all-conference player opt out of this season um, because of concern about COVID. Um, and, and just in talking to my players now, because we try to talk, you know, at least a couple times a week about how they're feeling, where they're at mentally and what their concerns are. Right. Um, our kids are concerned, like they, you know, they, they want to be mindful, um, that, that it's out there, that it's real. It's not, it's not fake. It's not a hoax. 
we can catch it, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the kids that I have on the floor right now, you know, we're 13 strong. Uh, and they're playing because they love the game and they can't imagine um, going a season without it. Um, even, you know, even in the midst of the possibilities and the, and the concerns, um, it's just still not something that they can see themselves having to do without. So, um, so you respect that, but you also, as a coach and a mom and, and somebody who cares about people, you also respect that kid that says, hey, you know, I'm going to sit this one out. Like, I love the game, but my, my health is a little more important. Right. Um, and so you have, to, you have to take both of those, um, and you gotta, you got to know the individual. I think that's where the relationships come in. You have to know the individual well enough um, to be able to trust their heart is in the right place, um, and they feel like they got to look out for themselves. So, um, so yeah, I've, I've been on both sides of that as a coach, um, as a mother. Um, and I think the key for us as coaches right now is to think about what's best for these kids, um, to not necessarily get hung up on what might be in our own best interest, because um, nobody wants to lose a key player off the court at this point. Yeah. Um, but if that's what you know, parents and kids feel is in their best interest, then you gotta you gotta be able to respect that. Right. Understand. Understand. So, how has your career uh, prepared you for this moment? Uh, you know, just the pressure. Uh, I guess, you know, by this, this year in general, maybe some of your players or staff haven't experienced this before, you know, none of us have, but how has your career in general just prepared you for this? That's a, that's a really good question. Um, I think that coaching, I think in, in the, in the, the 26, 27 years that I've done this, the one thing I've learned um, that probably has helped me right now in this moment is that you have to be flexible. Like coaching is about flexibility. Um, it's about being able to to go with the flow and and adjust and stop on a dime and pivot and go the other way. Um, you know, it's 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 that really is what it's about being flexible. It's what coaching is all about at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, when you deal with people on a daily basis, you gotta be flexible, right? right. Like you gotta figure out how to adjust and adapt. Um, make changes if necessary. You know, I was just having a conversation a week or so ago with my staff about the fact that how much um, I had to change in terms of my system and my coaching style and the way that I do things because kids change. And, you know, as I get older, kids get younger, right. you know, you got to be able to make those adjustments. And so I think probably from a big picture standpoint, that's probably been the biggest thing in terms of what you learn on your journey as a coach, that now in this, the middle of something that's completely unprecedented, we can all kind of take this and say, okay, if we can't do anything else as coaches, we know how to adjust, right? Like we can be flexible because that's what our job requires of us probably pretty much on a daily basis. So, so we're having to walk that out now in a way that I'm sure none of us ever anticipated we were gonna have to. Right, all right, interesting, interesting. All right, again, we're here with Coach Porter, and this is how I did it. So, Coach, we're at our last three questions. Um, these three questions I ask every person I interview. Okay. So, the first, first question, what inspires you? Wow. Um, what inspires me? I think passion. Um, I, think, I think determination. I think the intangibles inspire me a lot more than raw talent. Um, 
I'm inspired by people who have those intangible things like the love for the game, um, the determination, the work ethic, um, the coachable attitude. Um, those are the things that you can see in maybe even a less talented kid that really make you excited about getting up and going to work every day. Right. So, you know, the inspiration for me comes from my players um, and it comes from those kids that, you know, I'm making a difference for her. Right. Like if I don't show up and do my best, mm-hmm. then I'm going to be eating her because she's showing up every day, giving me hers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say that's that's probably the biggest inspiration for me, particularly at this point in my career. Um, I want to win. You know, mm-hmm. we all do. We all want to win as many games as we possibly can. But I also realize at this stage of my career that I get a lot more out of the day-to-day, out of the process um, than I do, you know, necessarily the end result. So um, if I can find three or four of those kids that just have that drive and that that inspiration, that light in their eyes because they love this so much, um, that's really where I get my inspiration from. Got you, got you. All right, second question. What's your pet peeve? Oh, <laughs> uh, inconsistency, right? Like, don't do it today and then fail to do it for the rest of the week, right? Like, you know, don't don't drop 20 tonight and then for the next three games, you give me, like, six, <laughs> you know? Like, I, just, I, just, I just really struggle. Like, I want to know what I'm going to get. I want you to consistent as you can be and you're consistent might be six and six mm. you know but I but if I can if I can pencil that in every day I'll take it because I because it's a done deal it's you know it's, it's consistent yeah. um and I and, and it's really difficult to find that like you know greatness is consistent yeah like, you know you are the goat <laughs> you figured out how to consistently do it through yeah. the of a really, you know, just a, an awesome four-year career. But, you, you know, it, it's really difficult to find that consistency um, in, in players, you know, um, on, on a whole. So if there's happy for me, it's just, you know, you know I want to know what I'm getting. And, and I need you to bring it every day, whether it's practice or whether it's the game. You know, this mentality where I can turn it on, turn it off. You know, th- those are the things that hurt me a little bit because I think that kids want to be great. Mm. Understand a lot of times it's just the little things that really, that's where greatness starts. It starts just in the small things that you do every day. Yeah. And a lot of people don't really understand that. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's good for the young young ones to hear this. Hear this Absolutely. Interview. Yeah. So third question, what is your guilty pleasure? <laughs> wow. Um... I've got a sweet tooth, okay. um, and it's something I'm actually working on right now because I'm, I'm trying to get a little more, more fit, but the sugar in it, you know, chocolate, yeah. um, those are the kind of things I enjoy, you know, when I'm just kind of sitting around chilling. Yeah. I've fallen in love with a couple of different series on Netflix. Okay. So I'm actually, right now, don't tell nobody, but right now I'm actually like rewatching girlfriends like you know okay. like the whole series i'm on like season two right now yeah um, so just one or two things on netflix that i'll get locked in on on a you know on a weekend maybe that i don't have a whole lot going on um mm-hmm. probably just that and 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 the whole sweet thing for me is just you know like 
what I'm going to do with that because yeah. <laughs> up to this point I'm still trying I'm still working on that <laughs> no I understand I, chocolate milkshakes is my guilty pleasure <laughs> there you go, there you go. <laughs> yeah alright Coach Ford well, that's all the time we have for today um, thank you for, for joining on the show will you be back can we do another one say I'll come back anytime you want me to listen before you, <laughs> you let me go I got to tell you yeah. how proud I am you right like these people don't all know that i've known you since you were 12 years old right greatness, i saw greatness in you at 12 yeah. so excited about everything that you're doing now so anytime you need me you know i'm a phone call away i got you call me and we'll get together i love talking to you appreciate it coach i appreciate that a lot and one one thing before we go off where can people find you on social media or twitter or your facebook where are you mainly on I am um, on Twitter. I am Coach Jerry P at Coach Jerry P on Twitter and Facebook. I'm just uh, Jerry Porter on on Facebook. So those are those are the two sites that I spend most of my time on if I'm on social media. Awesome, awesome. All right, thanks, Coach. And I'd like to um, uh, thank our sponsors, Spacey Cloud, and thank the Loop for you know letting me use the space to do these uh, these interviews. So again, thank you, Coach, for for joining me, and we'll talk soon.